Well, let's go now to the Word of God. We're going to look at this text uh, again in just a moment in length, but before we do, I, I'm a firm believer that we put prayer always to the Word of God. They are good spiritual companions as we are praying, as we are reading, as we are uh, praying while we are reading the Word of God. There is, there is victory, and there is a great clarity that we can find in doing both. So, as we move into a time of prayer, church, uh, please let us go to the Word of God. The text is before us. Who is wise? Let him understand these things. Who is prudent? Let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, the righteous walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. Amen and amen. Church, let us go to the Lord in prayer, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, what an extraordinary day that it is, and I hope and pray that we know that. Yes, Lord, we bring, Lord, our thoughts, our worries, our stress, Lord, uh, and even uh, darkness that has followed us into this day, but it is indeed this day worthy of uh, our praise to you. Oh God, for it indeed is uh, a glorious day. You have breathed life into this day and into us, Lord, and that in itself is a gift and a blessing. Lord, we come, Lord, thankful. We come grateful. We come seeking a relationship with Jesus Christ, Lord. And as we do that, Lord, what a blessing it is to be here in your house, the house of the Lord. So, Lord, we bring to you this day our joys. We bring to you the many celebrations that we, that family, that friends, celebrate this day. We also bring our prayer requests, our concerns, Lord, the things that may keep us up at night, the things that worry us literally sick. Lord, you want to hear from us. You want to hear both the good and the bad, the mountaintop and the valley moments. You want it all, O oh God, for you are a faithful God, for you are a God that cares, for you are a God, Scripture says, that loves us, every one of us. So, Lord, let's never hold back. For we know, O oh God, that you already know. But Lord, there's something about a faithful relationship that says, Lord, I want to give it all to you. My worry, my stress, even the things, O oh God, that I cannot express to my loved ones. You can bear it, O oh God. You can handle it. So Lord, we give it all to you now. And as Scripture says multiple times in both the Old and the New Testament, it's simply this, do not be afraid. Church, I hope we hear that this day. Whatever it is that we are faced with, 
the word of God plainly says, do not be afraid. And so often what follows is trust in me. So in faith, Lord, may we always trust in you. For you are the solid rock in which we must stand. Lord, bless this day. Bless our church, Lord, as we want to diligently and always faithfully honor you in all that we do. And we ask this now and always in Jesus' name, who gave us the model prayer for faith, the model prayer for life itself, daily walking with you. Jesus said these very words. And church, if you would, please join me now in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So church, if you would, direct your attention, please, to the Word of God, whether you have it in your hands or it is on the screen. The 14th chapter we are going to in the prophet's words, ending uh, this great book from the prophet, chapter 14. I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 9 this morning. Israel being restored at last. Hear now these words. O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity. Receive us graciously, for we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, nor will we say any more to the work of our hands, you are our gods, for in you the fatherless find mercy. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall grow like the lily and lengthen his roots like Lebanon. His branches shall spread. His beauty shall be like an olive tree and his fragrance like Lebanon. Those who dwell under his shadow shall return. They shall be revived like grain and grow like a vine. Their scent shall be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim shall say, What have I to do any more with idols? I have heard and observed them. 
I am like a green cypress tree. Your fruit is found in me. Who is wise? Let him understand these things. Who is prudent? Let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them. But transgressors stumble in them. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. Church, do you ever uh, pay attention to people's bumper stickers by any chance? Are, are you a, a bumper sticker reader? Uh, some of us are. Some of us may not be. Uh, a, a lot of times, uh, the, the bumper stickers catch my uh, catch my eye as as we're waiting in traffic, and there's some that that I think are so spot on that that speak to me. There, there was there was a a bumper sticker, a quote that just had my name written all over it, and is it is on the screen. But I was thinking, you know, this this really packs a spiritual punch if you think about it. Okay, be humble or you'll stumble. Be humble or, or you will stumble. I, I think there's a lot of deep meaning. I think that can speak to every one of us here, but into the entire world, to all of mankind. Be humble or you'll stumble. Now, James, the apostle in the New Testament, he says it this way differently, but it has the same kind of meaning. Listen to this. James says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. If not, James says, you will stumble over your words, your thoughts, your pride, and your anger. So, in a way, being humble a lot of times is holding your tongue, is it not? A lot of times being humble means you're listening and not talking. A lot of times being humble, right? Oh, this is a big one. Sometimes when it gets hot, when it gets heated, it's just simply walking away. Simply walking away. Be humble or you'll stumble. So let's go to the Word of God and see what the Scriptures say here. Let, listen to this, and, and, and I want to highlight one particular word here. Verse 14, uh, excuse me, chapter 14, verse 1, it says, O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have, here it is, here's our focus word, stumbled, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Mm. Church, for you have stumbled, the prophet says, speaking to Israel, but really speaking to the hearts of all of mankind, believers this day, to every one of us. Let me just say this, church, sin will always make you stumble. Because sin's design, its intent, is always to separate you 
from the Lord God Almighty, to separate you from Jesus Christ, to separate you from the church and from the power and the movement and the anointment of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to say it again, church. Sin will always make you stumble because the enemy, here's what we need to know. Here is the truth, okay, that is so watered down often, that is buried, but we need to hear it as believers. We need to have it at the forefront, okay? Sin will make you stumble. You want to know why sin will make you stumble? Because the enemy will always make sin look enticing, you see? It was for the Israelite people. It is for us today. And you know, when sin looks enticing, the temptation then is always for you and I to start living in the world and letting that consume our thoughts and our minds and our beliefs. Let me say it this way, okay? When sin is enticing and we take that in as a diet, here's what happens. We then pick up the habits of the world, do we not? Two other things. We pick up the language of the world when we're tempted and give in to sin. And then thirdly, we pick up the cares of the world. Is that not what the church is wrestling with this very day. The church looking more like the world, picking up the language, the lifestyle, the habits, and the cares. The church itself is wrestling with these very things. And quite frankly, that's why we had to make a bold decision to leave an institution that was becoming more like the world because we said we're going to put Jesus Christ first and not an institution. Let me go to verse 4. Listen to this, church. I will heal their backsliding. We know backsliders. We might be a backslider I will love them freely, Scripture says, for my anger has turned away from him. Wow. This really, really gives us the opportunity, challenges us, okay, to look ourselves in the mirror and to invite others to put that mirror right in front of themselves, and ask these questions. Am I stumbling in my own sin? They're on the screen before us. Am I stumbling in my own sin? Am I a stumbling block to others? Here's one very pointed question. Is my heart right with God? That's a big one. Wow, that's a big one. Is my heart 
right with God? Am I giving 110% to God? If not, why not? What's holding you back? What's distracting you? What's moving you away from God? Ask yourself that. Are you serving the Lord only when it is convenient to you? Call that a half-baked Christian, a part-timer. Are you ultimately faithful to God? Listen to the book of Romans Paul says it in this way. He's speaking to the church. He says, Romans 14, 13, it's on the screen here. Let us not, therefore, judge one another anymore. He continues by saying, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Wow. Wow, let that speak to your heart. Think about that as we think about this. There's a story about a blind man. And the blind man carried a lantern, a lit lantern with him. And he was sitting near the front entrance of this city. The lantern was lit. And somebody comes up to him and says, I realize you're blind, but why do you have that lantern lit in the way that you do? You're blind, which means that light and darkness, they are the same to you. And the blind man says something very profound that I want every one of us to hear. He says, so that no one may stumble over me. So that no one may stumble over me. The point, church, and I want us to hear this, without the light of Jesus Christ shining in us and through us. Without the light of Jesus Christ shining in and through the church, then the people around us will always stumble over us. They will stumble over themselves. Because the people that are stumbling so often are hurting, so often are carrying some kind of pain. So what they are looking for, church, always is peace and satisfaction and meaning and salvation that only Jesus Christ can give them that through the body of Jesus Christ, we can give to the world. But people are stumbling right now. There might, in fact, be somebody stumbling over you. You might be the one that is stumbling. 
But know this, that what is in you, what God has placed in you, God's imprint in you, know this, is his light. You bear that light. Yeah, you're going to have days that are dark. You're going to have stressful days. You're going to feel in some, on some days that that light is dim or quite frankly extinguished. But you know what? That light remains. That light stays in you when you profess Jesus Christ. But there's many that stumble. So I want to end by saying this, by saying this. Stay humble. Stay humble. Be faithful to what is important, and that is Jesus and his word. Stay humble or you'll stumble. Let me go back to the word of God, verse 9. I want us to have this as a focal point here. Watch what it says. Beautiful, beautiful life questions here, okay? Who is wise, Scripture says. Let him understand these things that have been said, that have been shared and spoken. Who is prudent, Scripture says. Let him know them. Now watch this, for the ways of the Lord are right. Think about all that's wrong with the world. What is right? Oh, it says it right here. For the ways of the, of the Lord are right. The righteous church, those who are right with God walk in them, but watch this, transgressors, transgressors stumble in them, whether they are stumbling over their words, whether they are stumbling over their hurt, whether they are stumbling over their sin, over their bitterness, you name it, people stumble. Watch this, for the ways of the Lord are right. No question about it, period. For the ways of the Lord are right. The righteous will walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. Church, are you tired of stumbling? Whether that speaks to you this day, whether that speaks to someone you love, and are praying for, are you tired of stumbling? If so, with a spirit of humility, Scripture says, rise up and wise up. Let me say it again. With a spirit of humility, because it always starts there, faithfulness and humility, rise up and wise up. Let me end with one more quote that just spoke to me, and there's so much truth. Watch this. The difference, church, between stumbling blocks and stepping stones is what? How you use them.
the next time you're ready to throw a stone. Remember, would a humble, faithful person do that? Or would they instead drop the stone and make it, in fact, a stepping stone that leads to God instead? Amen. Let me pray for us, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, we stumble. We do. We stumble often. Maybe it's a literal stumbling. Maybe it's a stumbling in our own thoughts, Lord. But those stumbling blocks, those stones, can easily become stepping stones that leads us somewhere good and productive and holy and righteous, and that is to you, O oh God. We do stumble. We see many multiple people Lord, in our families, in our work, in our community, and in our world, stumbling over themselves and others. Lord, forgive us. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, forgive us for stumbling over our sin and our transgressions. For we know, O oh God, and it plainly says it in your word that, yes, Lord, man stumbles in his sin, and yet God restores. So if we're ready in faith and with humility, today's the day where we can begin to walk down that righteous path that has less stumbling and more restoring that leads to life and salvation. So, Lord, let us make that bold decision now to stand upon the solid rock that is Jesus Christ and walk down that righteous path that leads to life. Glory always be to your name. For let us focus on becoming less of a stumbling block and more of a stepping stone that witnesses to the life of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.